Yes, people, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Seb Robinson PT Podcast. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about how I became a coach and why I became a coach as well. Now, I want to keep this a short and sweet episode, like like all of them, to be honest. But if you're anything like me, I find it a little bit weird talking about myself for an extended period of time. So this isn't going to be a 30-minute episode. So I'll get straight into it. So in terms of me becoming a coach, if you go right back, I've always been interested in health and fitness from a young age. It all started with my mum. She was always into her fitness. And when we were little kids, probably like six, seven years old, had us in the living room with Cindy Crawford or Beverly Collard VHS tapes on like their workout videos. So we're just little kids in the room. There's four of us, so we're just in the room with like bean cans and that, just smashing the workouts out. We'd like finish the workout, which I think was like an hour long video, rewind it back to the start and get straight back into it again. So yeah, loved it from them. Um, And then fast forward a little bit to like school, secondary school, I was probably on the route to being involved in health and fitness. Um, I was really into art. I love PE, um, wanted to go and do it at A-levels, but I had a, I got a diagnosis of scoliosis around the age of like 16, 16, 17, which resulted in me having a spinal surgery being planned for when I was 18 years old. And I was told by the surgeon that pursuing anything like sport related would be really hard. So imagine being like a, for me, like 17, 18 year old, hearing that kind of news, it was quite kind of devastating. So I kind of put any ambitions I had of doing anything to do with sport or fitness on the back burner. So took more traditional routes, um, finished school, went to college, did IT, then did, after my first year of college, I had uh, had the surgery, which means I had to either restart the first year again, which I wasn't gonna do, didn't love the course that much. Um, so I thought, you know what, I'm not gonna start again, I'll do an IT apprenticeship. Flipping hated it. It was just ticking a box and it was what everyone else was doing, either on college or on apprenticeships. So I thought, yeah, let's just do that. Um, but managed to get myself onto a degree off the back of doing it. Went to university, got a degree in psychology, which I actually enjoyed because I was always fascinated by people and their behaviour. But when I finished, I was a little bit unsure, like most people when they finish uni, like what career path you want to take. You have all the fun, but when it comes to the, the nitty gritty at the end, it's like, oh, I've got to go and be an adult now. It's a bit like, uh, do I go left, right? What direction do I go in? Um, to get us a career in psychology, more study was likely going to be the next route, which I didn't really want to do. Um, I was four years in that course and probably had enough of studying at that point, to be honest. But I do remember, this is where like the first seed was planted in my final year of uni. I sat down with my housemates and we were talking about what we was going to do after uni. And I remember saying, I wasn't too sure about I could do personal training, you know. And one of my housemates was like, yeah, I could really see you doing that. But then the idea never really went anywhere. So after uni, ended up in office jobs. Um, Yeah, a bit of a low point, to be honest, for a few years. I hated everything that I did. I kept thinking that it was a particular workplace that was the issue. So I bounced from job to job, hoping that I'd find something that I'd enjoy. But it never really came. And apart from my first job out of uni, I couldn't stick anywhere longer than six months. Um, yeah, when you're doing things like that, you've got all people in your ear like, oh, you're ruining your CV, no one's going to recruit you. Um, but I, I didn't really care about that. Um, what I didn't know though was I wasn't living my purpose. What my purpose was, I wasn't too sure, but was on the path to finding what it is. 
Uh, but this is where things started to change. I always ended up in each of those jobs training new starters. Um, yeah, pretty much all the jobs. And something I enjoyed was making people feel comfortable in a new environment or just feeling comfortable and facilitating their confidence to do the job right from the off. And I remember one of my managers, Hayley, big up Hayley. I don't think she will listen to this, but she said that I need to do something with teaching people or coaching people because I seem to have a knack for it. And it pinged in my brain that, yeah, I actually am good at coaching people, but I wasn't too sure in what capacity. I was working for an apprenticeship company, um, an apprenticeship provider. So some vacancies they had there was like being a tutor. So you would like teach a curriculum to um, students that were on their apprenticeship, which I didn't really want to do. Um, so getting into like a bit about my why more specifically, that's like the route up until before things start getting interesting. But I, I'd grown up seeing my mum trying different dieting methods, whether it be Herbalife, Weight Watchers or working with a coach. Um, Weight Watchers was when I was younger, probably in primary school, so it would have been about eight, nine, ten. But something I remember, something I remember clearly was her moods. Like if the scale didn't go down, she'd be a little bit in a bit of a funny mood. Um, I remember the environment as well, like quite clearly. Like you see a set of people being happy about being told a number went down, and other people not being happy if the number stayed the same or went up. At the time, I thought it was a bit weird, but I didn't really know like why at the time. Like I said, I was like an eight, nine, ten year old. I've always been quite perceptive as a person, but I didn't know why people was experiencing those emotions. But thinking back now, it is like mad weird how publicly, and it still goes on, obviously, it's like how publicly it's done because you kind of do hear everyone's result. Like, you know, oh, that person didn't lose today or that person hasn't lost for a few weeks. And you see like the wandering eyes from people, like the judgment and then the shame that people feel as well. So that didn't really sit right with me. I remember the feeling I had in my stomach seeing that. Um, and I always found it a bit weird as well how everyone would gather on a particular day just to get themselves weighed. Um, it was a bit, can't put my finger on like, the word to use for it, but I just thought it was a bit weird. Um, fast forward a bit more, my mum was working with a coach and this was probably the big trigger point for me to have that nudge of going into personal training coaching. And the way he had her training was like she was a bodybuilder, like no days off dude kind of mentality, like pushing her right to her limits with absolutely no consideration for the fact she was a busy mum with four kids um, that just wanted to look and feel better for herself, not compete for a bodybuilding competition, which she actually ended up doing a little bit down the line, but that's a story for another day. Um, on the nutrition side of things, it was like super restrictive diets, like cutting out carbs, telling her to only eat fish and veg. For breakfast, she was having like, making her have like mints and eggs, which I thought, I, I couldn't stomach that at breakfast, personally. Um, I remember as well, like, he made her blend up. Listen, grab your cuppa, sit firmly, but he made her blend up a Herbalife shake, cabbage, and a chicken breast, and was like, yeah, yeah, it's good for digestion and getting protein in, and she was doing it. And I was thinking, no, like, no, this is not right. This is not right in the slightest. Like, getting in shape should not be should not have you go into these depths. And it riled me up. Um, other things as well, who were telling her like certain foods are fattening. But when you're, I don't, it's not my mum's fault because when you're being told by these things by someone who you perceive 
to know what they're talking about and seemingly has got results for other people. Who was she to question that? She was someone looking for help and this person saying they had the answer. Um, so she would follow it. But I slowly started seeing things like her relationship with food getting affected. Things like worrying about eating potatoes and pasta and being wary about eating bread and that that shit riled me up like you don't understand seeing your mum going through something like that like it's just mad and I just knew it wasn't right um and getting in shape this is the thing by this point I'm quite educated I've I've been doing my searches I've been going gym myself reading up on lots of things and I knew that getting in shape was not as complex as this guy or coach was making it out to be in terms of the principles for fat loss. You do not have to move hell enough. Um, You can have balance with enjoying the foods that you love and get into a position where you feel comfortable with your own skin and like what you see in the mirror. Like, I don't know if you can tell by the tone of my voice, but it gets me mad talking through it now. But it sparked me because I was like, if, you know, if this is happening to my mum under my nose, like how many other people are experiencing something similar to this whether it be through you know those 12 week shred diet plans that people throw out that take absolutely zero consideration for the person's lifestyle people get a little result but then they rebound hard or whether it's the slimming clubs weight watchers slimming world where people are just confused around food and think something's wrong with them or like in this example like a personal trainer or a coach giving out rubbish advice um, and it kind of made me think like if people are earning money giving out advice like this and making a living but negatively impacting people's lives long term and seemingly not caring like something here is very very wrong and I knew deep inside of me that I could get people results where they would feel happier with themselves get in shape and live a better quality of life without doing some of the madness that I've just talked through and this is something that I'm really passionate about or I should say something I stand against is people being misled, sold down the river, being given hope that this is the method, this is the way to do things. And you get pulled in all kinds of directions, but whichever direction you get pulled in, things not working out the way people wanted, like numerous times over, people are going to lead to think that something's wrong with them and it isn't the method. But the opposite is true. It's not them. The method's the, the method is at fault. And people get pushed into this place where they have very little self-belief that their goal is ever achievable and go through life sort of dieting on and off, hoping that it might be the time that things work. And it just doesn't never seems to happen because they're getting sold the river, sold down the river by methods that promised a quick fix. But that doesn't exist. And they end up back at square one and just fed up. And I'm a firm believer of this. When I say this out loud, it's common sense, but... Your life shouldn't be governed by dieting. I want people to be able to live their best life. And I see all these bad coaches or methods as an obstacle to people living the quality of life that they truly want. But yeah, I feel like I've gone on a massive tangent there. Like I get passionate talking about this topic. But in essence, that was the fire that I needed to make the jump and become a coach. I want to become the coach that would show people that they can get results Um, in terms of fat loss and toning up and getting in the kind of shape that they feel proud of and build their confidence without doing it in a way that impacts on their life. I want people to live their best life and be able to have the benefits of 
weight training and feeling good and nourishing their body and feeling good without moving hell and earth man it's not about that life is about more than that man um and that is my that's my why man that's why my coaching business exists to get people to a place where they don't need to rely on coaches or rely on dieting methods or plans they find online to maintain the quality of life they want people should be able to get to a place where they can take control and do it for themselves and that's my mission so yeah i did have a bit more i was going to go into but after going on that little tirade i guess you could call it that it's kind of irrelevant um but long story short yeah that gave me the push i did my qualification smashed it out over lockdown and bob's your uncle man here i am so i'm gonna wrap it up there i feel like this has been a longer episode than i intended but yeah man had to squeeze that all out so yeah that's me but if you've enjoyed this episode give it a share on socials and all that good stuff i would love it if you gave me a five star rating as well because that helps to i guess push up the algorithm and hope more people see it and as always if you enjoyed the episode just send me a message like i love speaking engaging speaking and engaging with people and hearing your feedback and yeah man that's that's me for today until next time